0: Welcome to Onside, the official podcast from the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Our mission is to protect the health of athletes and the integrity of Australian sport. Hello and welcome to Onside. I'm Tim Gavel. I can tell you that ASADA is currently working on a Tokyo 2020 course for athletes. And today, our special guest is the triple Olympic gold medalist in the pool, Patria Thomas. Patria is also on Asada's Athlete Advisory Group. Patria, hello and welcome to Onside. Hello. Patria, how important is it for athletes to have a say, do you think, as part of this athlete advisory group? um, How important is it for for athletes to have a voice?
1: Oh, look, I think it's uh, really important. Um, Athletes are the ones that are are living sport every day. Um, It's what they train for, it's what they prepare for and um, you know I, I would say you know without sport without athletes there's no sport so it's really important that that athletes have the confidence to speak up and be heard
0: and it's important for asada I would imagine to understand exactly what the pressures are faced by athletes when they're competing training etc
1: yeah absolutely I mean as I said they're the they're the, they're the people that are, are that are living it every day and um, I think for for organizations who are, are charged with running sport or protecting sport um, it's really important to understand the perspective of the athletes and take that into consideration.
0: Because there is a growing movement, isn't there, for athletes to have a greater say and more input, for, for want of a better expression, of buy-in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, athletes are probably the biggest stakeholder in sport. They have the most to lose if sport goes belly up. So it's, um, it's really important that they're, they're, they have a seat at the table and a herd and um, their feedback is considered in the way that sport is um, developed and, and run into the future.
0: Well, as part of this athlete advisory group at ASADA, what advice can you offer as a former athlete?
1: Well, look, I think it's just perspective. And um, I suppose just talking about your own experiences and um, I've obviously had a career in sports administration since then as well. So I think I bring a quite a balanced um, opinion, I suppose, to to these um, types of issues. And But um, it, it's really about providing that perspective. And, and unless you've lived it yourself, it's hard to understand it.
0: What was the major frustration when you were an athlete in terms of being tested?
1: Oh, look, the, the testing as an athlete, you know, you know it's it's just part of what you have to do as, a, as an elite athlete and um, it's not something that you want to do. Uh, it's not something that you wish you had to do to prove your innocence but it, unfortunately it was the case and um, I think probably the – the most um, frustrating part was just, you know, that the testers could turn up anywhere, anytime. Um, and, um, you know, like they, now these days they've got the, the Adams app to be able to enter, you know, changes of location easily. Well, I used to do it on a piece of A4 paper and try and have to fill it in for th- three months sort of in, in advance. So that was a little bit frustrating. But, um, look, it's, it's just part of it. And, um, you know, unfortunately I swam in an area... It, era as well where there was a lot of um, doping cheating going on. Um, Chinese, there was an Irish swimmer that I swam against as well. And um, so I suppose it was just frustrating seeing that, you know, I was working really hard and, uh, and a lot of my, um, you know, training partners were working really hard and then uh, you go to these major events and there's still drug cheating. It, despite all the efforts that the, um, you know, anti-doping bodies around the world were doing, um, there were still people um, cheating the system.
0: Because I would imagine that message is very important to young athletes coming through who might be bewildered to a certain degree as to why they're getting drug tested all the time. Yet if you can portray your story in terms of competing against athletes who you knew were doping, how important it is for a level playing field.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, we have um, very, you know, thorough systems in Australia and I think we're fortunate that we do. Um, But... You know, as we know, those systems aren't always the same all around the world and some countries have a stronger stance than others on, on these types of issues. But um, it, is, it is part of being an elite athlete um, and it's going to become more and more so um, as time, time moves on. So um, it is just part of it and it's something you've got to get used to and, um, you know, it's not just about, I suppose, enduring the testing. It's about actually being an advocate for clean sport as well and really pushing the message out that uh, you don't need to cheat to be good.
0: Education, is that the key, do you think?
1: Um, Yeah, education and I think it's also, um, you know, just um, the athletes of today having confidence to speak out and you're seeing that more and more often now where athletes are actually putting their voices out there and and being heard and I think um, it's probably upsetting some of the powers to be in world sport that the athletes are actually um, gaining confidence and are willing to speak up about and and call out some of the behaviour and some of the things that are going on that don't seem quite right.
0: Just about this athlete advisory group with Asada, it's obviously a step in the right direction, isn't it? And it's it's something that hasn't been around before but it's, you know, from what you're saying, it's very important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I want to commend Asada for for taking the step and and, and establishing the the athlete advisory group. It is really important. Um, And, um, you know, it's interesting hearing the different perspectives. You you know, you sort of live with your own experience but then actually um, sitting and hearing the stories of other people are really important and I think, um, you know, uh, although we're in our early early stages as an advisory group, I think the the perspectives and the experiences that are being shared with ASADA staff are, are really helpful and will hopefully help um, ASADA uh, shape its policies and practices into the future.
0: And how does it feel to be on the other side, to a certain extent, to understanding what ASADA goes through? Because you've been on the other side yourself as a competitor and as an administrator. It's it's a different perspective, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and just I remember the first uh, meeting we had for the advisory group and, and you know, it was just basically a... This is what ASADA does, and you know we have a basic understanding in terms of the testing that ASADA does and the the education work. But um, you know there was all these other facets that I don't think anyone really fully understood that uh, that are functions of ASADA and um, the investigations and you know helping our our um, you know our our neighbours around the world to improve their systems as well. things like that. So it's it's a multifaceted, um, you know, uh, function that ASADA has. And I think that was a real eye opener for all of us.
0: Well, Petraea, thanks very much. Uh, well done on being on the ASADA Athlete Advisory Group. And thanks very much for your time. My pleasure. Back with more on OnSide in just a moment. This is OnSide, the official podcast of ASADA. Welcome back to Onside, and time now for So I Was Wondering, where ASADA staff answer questions from the public, and today's question is, what's the best way to educate my junior athlete about anti-doping? Well, to answer the question, Cheryl Colthoffen, ASADA Senior Education Officer, and Cheryl, I'm sure it's a question that uh, a lot of coaches and parents ask, what's the best way to educate my junior athlete about anti-doping?
2: Yeah, it is a great question, and we get it all the time. There's a few different ways. and um, We have some great resources, resources that are free. Um, one of the best resources that we've just come out with is a brand new course called Clean Sport 101. Um, it's a 15-minute snapshot of what anti-doping is all about in plain English. Um, it basically covers the wh- wh- why anti-doping rules are important. Um, basically everybody who signs up to a sport, no matter what your age you are, you sign up to an anti-doping policy. So it just gives you that snapshot of the rules, the things to look out for, the risks, So supplements are a very big risk right now in Australia. Um, also um, looks look, a little bit looks at nutrition uh, that being the most important thing for young athletes um, and then it introduces people to the Asada app which is, again is another free tool that everybody can download onto their phones. Um, another really good resource for them is is obviously being junior athletes parents are, are very much involved with their children so we have a parents course um, and again it's it's Giving parents the tools to know about the rules, to know about what to look out for, the dangers, the risks, et cetera. um then we also we have our website um, with a whole host of um, free um, online uh,
0: resources. So So a lot of those courses that you're talking about there can be done online. they can actually go through step by step
2: absolutely and they can just they don't have to get on a, on a computer to do that they could do that on their phone um, they work along along all platforms um, so they can just um, do the course online they can sit there if they're very young and you want you want to see what they're doing and learn it yourself as a parent you could be doing it alongside with your child as well or you could go and do the parents course and then get your child to do the clean sport 101. But they're very simple to do. They scroll down um, and take you through the steps. They're very interactive um, and they have a few videos and and some case studies of of, um, stories that have been out there.
0: Just on the parents course, that effectively provides parents with the language to use if kids come to them and say, listen, we want to use supplements or something like that.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And it actually goes into more than just anti-doping. The parents course, It's, it's to look into what does a good... Um, club look like what you know their their culture. Um, what's good nutrition? Um, what are the warning signs if kids are going towards any sort of drug taking? Um, and so it's it's quite a, a robust um, resource for parents to really think about. Well, my kids involved in this sport now. What do I need to look out for?
0: You've been at Asada now for eight years. It fills very much into things you've been involved in the past as a school teacher, studying to be a school teacher and as well as that being a, a coach, a manager of a sporting team. So you're filling a, a few roles there, aren't you, over the years that amalgamated into into the role almost that you're doing these days?
2: Absolutely. And um, not only have I done some coaching and managing work, I've got three children who've um, played for the state um, in volleyball. So um, I can see from that point of view, from a parent's point of view, as well as being with Asada and the rules that that, that govern what we do. So um, it's, it's helped me... Um, with the role I'm now in in the education section because I can see it from different point of views and, and, and you know, see what needs to be out there as far as an education piece.
0: Do you find that um, there is a certain amount of confusion out there amongst young athletes coming through, amongst parents, coaches, managers? They're not really sure what advice they should offer. Do you feel as though there is an obvious need for, for, for guidance for them?
2: Absolutely. I think... Um, uh, What I've noticed is a lot of people think, well, it's anti-doping. That's only to do with our elite sports people because they get tested. They're going to the Olympics, they're going to get tested those rules only really apply to them. However, every person, as I said, who signs up to a sport, no matter what age you are, you've got some anti-doping rules that govern you. And just like you have to follow the rules of your sport about, you know, how many people are on a team, um, who, you know, how many people can be in a tackle, um, there's anti-doping rules. And so I think if we get in and teach our athletes that when they're young, um, they can make decisions better as they grow older.
0: All right, Cheryl. Thanks very much for joining us today. And Thanks very much for answering that question. What's the best way to educate junior athletes about anti-doping? Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. That is Cheryl Koldhofen, ASADA Senior Education Officer. More with OnSide in just a moment. Time now for a fast fact.
2: Supplements are one of the leading causes of failed anti-doping tests in Australia. ASADA recommends you check all your substances on the ASADA Clean Sport app before you take them download now on www.asada.gov.au.
0: That Fast Fact was presented by Michaela Sergi, ASADA Education Officer. Thanks for listening to Onside. I'm Tim Gable. You've been listening to Onside, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Send in your podcast questions or suggestions to executiveoffice at asada.gov.au. For more information about Clean Fair Sport, visit our website asada.gov.au or check out our Clean Sport app.